two for chirping. It is another uh, player signing for the Cincinnati Cyclones. A little different this time because uh, we have one of what feels like very few new faces coming to the clones here in 23-24. But it is Nick Favaro coming out of Curry College. Some D3 hockey, which we'll jump into in a little bit. But first, Nick, uh, you're a defenseman, which we're also obviously going to talk about. But let's just first... Talk about you. Talk about who you are, the game you like to play. Uh, let, let's start with that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm from Toronto. I've um, kind of played with a couple of guys or played against a couple of guys on the team, which is nice. But, um, yeah, obviously a defenseman, I think, um, kind of become more well-rounded in, like, uh, my later years since junior, which helps. So, you know, I kind of want to be a guy where whatever the situation is, whatever is kind of needed for me, I could excel. So, you know, I want to be complete because you don't know where you're going to be uh, put, you know, coming in as a rookie. So just kind of want to be uh, ready for everything. When you're coming out of college, you're now looking for a landing spot, looking for an opportunity to begin your pro career. Was Cincinnati ever on your radar or did that just kind of come out of nowhere? Um, they were on my radar. I kind of had um, some other teams like reach out in the spring right after the college year ended. But um it was kind of just like really quiet for the months of like May to June. And then um, I just like got a text message from a number. I didn't have, uh, I'm guessing his new number saved. And he just goes, Hey Fabs, is this still your number? And then within a minute, I just got a call from uh, painter and um, he just like within a week or two, uh, we kind of connected and um, kind of got it done. It's awesome. And uh, you'll obviously get to reconnect with painter in person come October when training camp begins you're also going to reconnect with Lee Lapide. Uh, you mentioned the Toronto Patriots. You guys had played a little bit of junior hockey together. He sort of tipped me off about that in advance. Uh, great guy. And he said, hey, I heard that uh, Nick Favaro is signing. I said, yeah, how'd you know? He said, I played with him before. So uh, take me through a little bit of time there when you and Laps were teenagers just trying to cut your teeth in the juniors. Yeah, I actually, um, I was his teammate once when we were 13 in our minor hockey team too. So we played for a year together then and then um he was on the patriots so i was with him for about a year and a half so i was with him for the half year and then um we were pretty good in the league my second year and uh he did really well with our top line so uh he was a good player to play with he's like pretty versatile and uh good guy to have off the ice as well yeah hopefully you will uh be a part of uh some of our uh antics our conversations hopefully some card games we're trying to have somebody not be last like i was this past year on the bus we're looking for a bad card player, so I hope you fit that bell. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. <laughs> uh, all right, Nick. So one of the things that jumps out to me, and I, and I think a lot of fans will see this too, is anytime you're going to bring a new player in, I think, all right, elite prospects, hockey DB, let me get the nuts and bolts of this guy. And you come from a Division three background, which it is a thing. The ECHL has players from that. But uh, a lot of guys you'll see cut from cloth that features, you know, those top division one schools or, or major junior, right? Uh, playing in the in the Ontario League or, or the Western League or the Q. Um, you're a little different uh, and, and wouldn't be the first one like that. We recently announced the signing of Stephen McLean. He was kind of the same thing. He played double uh, uh, A as a kid, wasn't a triple A kid, uh, went to a college that wasn't a hockey hotbed. I imagine Curry's kind of the same because it's D3, but tell me a little bit about your choice to pursue an education at the division three level and what it was like to play there yeah um i would say i didn't go d3 by choice would have liked to go d1 but um it was good our school was um it's a small school but um just compared to a lot of the other teams like our hockey program was good so it was kind of the main focus of the school but um 
I enjoyed it. I like my time here. You know, Boston was a great place to play. And, um, you know, obviously, like once I signed there, the goal was, uh, you know, in four years, hopefully you sign in the coast. So I enjoyed my time here, kind of got my degree and uh, ultimately, you know, made the goal or did the job that I needed to do in uh, the four years here at Curry. Well, it's funny and interesting. I think this is a really good point, by the way, for anybody out there that's watching this, like even if you didn't play hockey, there's a correlation in one of the things you just said where you mentioned, hey, by choice, I would have loved to be a D1 athlete, right? But at the same time, I, I, I and, and maybe it's because I didn't play collegiate hockey, but, you know, I think back to when you're trying to select a school, some people think, okay, I want to go to that, that, that big school and you're an Ontario boy, but because you played college in, in the States, you know, Hey, I, you know, I, everybody would love to say they went to school at, at ASU or, or Notre Dame or, um, you know, another, another big name anchor school. One of the things that some students though will sometimes say is, Hey, you know, you're just a number, maybe you end up in a gen ed class with literally 200 other kids. And so they end up deciding to go to a school that's a little smaller because they have that, uh, you know, maybe classroom of 20, a little bit more to what they're used to um, going at, at the uh, at the grade school level. Um, it gives them an, a bit of an opportunity to get a little bit more one on one attention with a professor um, to be able to study and to be able to get the most out of their education. Tell me if I'm wrong. Same can be said in this level when we're talking about hockey. Maybe you can go to D1, but you may end up being a red shirt or a guy who doesn't get a lot of opportunities to play. But where you went at Curry College, you kind of jumped right in and, and got a lot of games under your belt. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like, I don't know, you know, say if I like squeezed into any kind of D1 program, you don't know, you know, where you'd sit or where you end up falling. So, you know, I could, like if I ended up somewhere, I could have ended up being you know, in the stands most nights and, you know, maybe I wouldn't end up here. So, you know, everything kind of works out for a reason. I was able to, um, yeah, play and get a lot of responsibility and a lot of action out there. So, you know, I think at that point, it didn't really matter about the competition, you know, just kind of improving and, uh, you know, being able to uh, make it here after I was finished. I know something you said right off the top here, your elevator pitch was you want to have a well-rounded game. That's what you want to bring to the pro level. Um, let, let's talk about one of the layers to your game. It really got showcased your senior season. It's hard to be on a team's top three in scoring. It's even harder to do it when you're a defenseman. You were over a point per game this past year. So that's success. I, I don't know if that's something you foresee immediately translating to the pro game, but you have to feel pretty confident when it comes to having the puck on your stick. Yeah. Yeah. Things just kind of went well throughout the year. Obviously um, we had a good team too, which helps. I had a couple of good, like my D pairing was good and um, our power play was great. So that helped, but um, yeah, I think um, confidence is kind of everything. And that kind of made the jump for me for like my junior year to senior year. So, you know, you kind of have to have confidence and if you don't, you're going to struggle. So yeah, just obviously want to play confident and uh, hopefully it translates as well as it can into uh, next year. It's interesting talking to somebody who's going to be adjusting from college to pro. There's almost this backwards, forwards, backwards, forwards thing when you go through hockey because you play junior hockey. There you're playing 50 plus games a year. That's normal. Then you're trying to get an opportunity to play college where sometimes you're not even playing 30 games a season. And if you are, you're barely scratching 30 games. 
And now you got to try and ramp up again because the ECHL is a 72 game regular season playoffs are best of seven. The Cyclones competed in 83 games last year. How do you mentally kind of go through that process? I guess uh, in order to tell me this, you sort of have to backpedal, right? Take me through transitioning from junior to college. And what are you doing this summer to get ready for what will undoubtedly be significantly more games than what you've done the last uh, four years? Yeah, um, I think it's better, honestly, to have more games. You know, in college, you just play Friday, Saturday. So say you have a bad weekend, that's all you could think about for the next four days. So it's kind of a worse like that where you kind of dwell on um, bad games. Like if you do have a bad game, you just dwell on it for so long. But um, it is nice to have a lot of games so you could just kind of bounce back if things don't go wrong. And if you are playing well, you know, you can just keep rolling without uh, taking a break. But um, yeah, this summer, obviously, you know, training hard, harder than before, obviously, because um, anytime you want to make like the next jump, next level, you want to be prepared. So, you know, doing everything I can really to get my body in good shape and, uh, you know, be prepared because obviously it is it's playing against like grown men now versus college. So. Yeah, I want to be prepared for anything. We talked about your connections, Leela Bede, Jason Payne. Whether it's one of those two, both of them, somebody else who has played or is playing minor pro hockey, have you talked to anybody as you've now committed to this decision? Uh, obviously, the pro schedule, I mean, you say, hey, I, I think it's better to play more games. I can't wait to talk to you on a Sunday when it's the fourth game in five days and we'll see if you still feel that way. Everybody's kind of kicking their tires at that point in the week. But have you been able to get some guidance from anybody to kind of prepare you? Because I'm sure, and guys will say this in training camp, right? Nothing compares to an actual in-game situation. Nothing compares to actually being in the thick of it on those bus rides going through the 72 game grind, but you can still get advice along the way. Have you had the chance to do that? Talk to anybody, kind of get some feedback, getting ready here. Um, a little bit. I haven't talked to uh, laps about it too much, but um, I know Yemen's played for the, on the team for a bit. I saw him this summer a couple times. So I was just kind of asking him how he liked it, how he liked the city. Um, I hadn't signed yet, so I didn't know if I was going to Cincinnati, but just kind of asking him around the league. And then um, a couple of guys that I played with or played against in D3, like they obviously haven't done the full 72 game grind, but just kind of asking them how it was out there, how it was uh, kind of the transition, obviously from going from D3 to the coast. So kind of got a bit of knowledge, but I think it's kind of one of those things where to truly adapt, you kind of have to throw yourself in the fire and see it for yourself. Brandon Yeamans uh, in his short time with the Cyclones for parts of two seasons, a big fan favorite. Anybody that drops the gloves is going to be in this city. Um, what What is he, what has Jason, what has Laps uh, said uh, about Cincinnati? I know you obviously haven't played a game yet in a Cyclones jersey, but um, what are you excited about specifically coming to the Cyclones? It uh, just looks like that there's a great fan base, like just from, you know, seeing posts on Instagram uh seeing the stadium and it's been packed in most of the places um Yemen's has told me that it's a great place to play the city's nice I've never been to Cincinnati but I'm excited to go there right now all I know is um the Bengals so yeah I have been a Joe Burrow fan just I don't know by uh, coincidence so it is kind of a good sign but um honestly not too much about the city but um the fans look great the organization looks good and uh, you guys obviously did really well last year so it's exciting yeah, and let, let's 
end the conversation on this note, although I, of course, Yemens would say something about the Bengals. That guy and Sean Allen are like, feels like they're season ticket holders there. Um, they, it feels like they always pop up somewhere near Paycor Stadium. But uh, let's kind of wrap this up here. And again, talking with Nick Favaro, who's uh, one of the newest signings to the Cincinnati Cyclones. Nick, one of the last things you mentioned there, in addition to all the reasons, the, the laundry list of reasons why it's exciting to come to Cincinnati is winning. And it's something you touched on with your last season this past year in Curry College that you were fortunate to be a part of a winning team. That can really help a player individually kind of get the best results out of them. You look at the history of the Cyclones, and that's as easy as kind of going back to what we talked about in the beginning. It's as easy as going to Elite Prospects or Hockey DB. This team is almost always in the playoffs they are consistently one of the best teams in their division. This past year, they were Central Division champions, two-time Kelly Cup winners. It has been a little bit since uh, since that hardware has been brought back to the Queen City. But doesn't that add to the excitement, right? To, to not only know that you get to finally start that pro career, something kids dream of doing, but to do it with a city that has a winning culture already instilled. And not only, and let's also remember this, I mean, you're 25 years old. Uh, for someone who's just starting... I think it even adds to the excitement of knowing that, hey, this isn't where I want the ceiling of my career to be. I'm trying to still aspire. Everybody is to get to the highest level they possibly can. It helps when you get to walk into a locker room where winning is the absolute standard. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think um, it's more motivating when, you know, you're walking into a team and they have a true goal and they have belief that they're actually going to make it there versus if you're on kind of a bottom team, you're just, you know, not going through the motions, obviously, but you know, it's more motivating when you have a goal and then there's nothing better really than playing playoff hockey. And uh, at Curry College, there was only about 400 to 500 people in the crowd tops. So it'll be nice to get that energy. And, you know, that's when you get um, the adrenaline that uh, makes you love the game. Yeah, I can give you a guarantee. You'll see more than that pretty much every ECH. So. Yeah, you well, and and get ready for it. And a great plug here for uh, first base off for the Cyclones. Uh, far more than four or 500 people, far, far, far more. And that's going to be coming up when the Cyclones drop the puck. Hopefully we'll see Nick Favaro make his ECHL debut that night. It would be Saturday, October 21st, a 7.30 puck drop at Heritage Bank Center against the Wheeling Nailers. And fans, if you do not already have your tickets, you can get them now by visiting cycloneshockey.com. And as we mentioned, hopefully we'll see Nick Favaro in a Cyclones jersey for the first time. But Nick, We'll let you get uh, going here for the rest of your uh, season. Yeah, you might have to play a little karate kid and catch that fly, do a little grass. Yeah, there, I got a bunch around here. <laughs> well, hopefully you'll get rid of those. Yeah. Uh, be ready for your season here with the Cincinnati Cyclones as you start your pro journey. So, Nick, thanks so much for the time, man. Uh, look forward to seeing you come October.